Bite Size Virtue is a production of Spam, 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 Humbug and the Ultima Codex, a twice yearly examination of the eight virtues of Ultima and how these map and compare to real world virtues and philosophical systems. Welcome back to another episode of Bite Sized Virtue. This is the first episode of Season 11, covering Advent and the Christmas season for 2020 and 2021. And you probably thought I'd forgotten because we're already kind of coming up to the end of the second week of Advent, that season of preparation in the Catholic liturgical calendar that comes before Christmas. But I hadn't forgotten. I just got busy. It's always a busy time for me, end of the year. Especially with work. You wouldn't think so, but there it is. Even in a year like 2020, which has been, well, we all know how 2020 has been. Let's not pretend otherwise. This will be a short episode, though, um, because I am recording it in something resembling haste. I want to introduce the topic for the other bite-sized virtue episodes that will be airing for the remainder of Advent and for the Christmas season. There won't be too, too many of them because they're going to be airing bi-weekly. Uh, on the off weeks when I'm not doing either spam, spam, spam humbug episodes or readings of Through the Moongate. But I wanted to just explore not just the idea of virtue, but also what it takes to be virtuous, right? That's how I always end the podcasts. Spam, spam, spam humbug and these ones. Be virtuous. But what does that even mean? Maybe if we started by looking at the term virtue. Now, the etymology of the word virtue um, it's from the Latin virtus, which signifies like courage. Um, it also was, it also actually comes from uh, a term that, you know, signifies um, masculinity, fortitude. The, that's all kind of, you know, parts of its origins in the Latin language. Obviously, we don't just intend the term virtue to apply to men and men only. And in its wider sense, virtue means excellence or the perfection of a thing, which is contrary to vice, which is, you know, that denotes like a defect or an absence of perfection in a thing. When we talk about virtue in like the context of theology or philosophy, though, we're really what we're talking about is that it's a habit. And in the theological context, we would call it a habit superadded to a faculty of the soul. And so if we kind of take all of that together, we can think about a virtue as a habit, and that'll be a key word that we're going to want to focus on, that disposes us or orients us to act in a way that kind of represents the perfection of our nature. And, you know, philosophers would say our rational nature. Um, to quote someone like Augustine, actually, that's exactly what Augustine says. He says, virtue is a good habit consonant with our nature. Now, I think we're all kind of familiar with the term habit and what, you know, it means for something to be habitual, right? That means that it's something that we're kind of predisposed to, but we don't, it's not necessarily something that, you know, it's not an instinctual thing. A habit isn't an instinctual thing, even though it is something that operates now within us almost on the level of instinct, right? It's something that we're naturally inclined to... I shouldn't say naturally, but it's something that we're inclined toward to the point that in a lot of ways, the habitual behavior is kind of automatic. Like I say, in a way that 
is somewhat similar to instinct, but it's not instinct. You know, instinct is that natural inclination, that natural, just sort of unthinking inclination. Someone hits you in that particular spot in your knee and your leg bends, right? That's, that's an instinctual reaction. Um, the fight or flight response, instinctual reaction. A habit isn't that. A habit is a learned behavior, but it's a learned behavior that's been repeated and practiced so many times that it becomes something that we can do without thinking about it, right? And this could be anything from, you know, um, bad things like smoking to, you know, good things like martial arts, right? Um, All of those things are kind of, they, they all fall under the realm of habitual, those learned behaviors that we've practiced and practiced and honed and honed, whether for good or for ill, to the point that they do become automatic and essentially instinctual in us. And so virtue then, because virtue is related to habit, really, you know, virtue then is kind of, it's the disposition to those certain learned activities. The Now, of course, as I mentioned, a habit can be both a positive thing or a negative thing. I guess you shouldn't say that it could be both, but a habit can be a positive thing or it can be a negative thing, right? Something like smoking, generally not seen as a good habit to have. So when we're talking about virtue, we're not talking about all potential habitual behaviors. We're talking about those habitual behaviors that dispose us toward or orient us toward good, right? Um, In philosophical language, we would say acts in consonance with right reason. And we can see that in the eight virtues of Ultima, right? Well, partly, right? Like when we talk about something like compassion or like justice or like honesty, um, and each of the other eight virtues as well, you know, we can definitely see how all of those things can have a positive expression, an expression that brings about good and not just for us, but for other people. And that's another important point about virtue is that, you know, all virtue is ideally grounded in bringing about what is good, not just for ourselves, but good that is due to others. We've talked about that in previous seasons of Bite Size Virtue. So with that in mind, what I really wanted to focus on this time around with Bite Size Virtue is maybe not necessarily picking apart any of the eight virtues in particular or tying any of them in particular to real world philosophical systems. I want to examine the concept and practice of virtue and in particular focus on how virtue is something that really like any other habit, it's something that can happen at an instinctual level, but it's something that we should really strive to be conscious of. And that's true of our bad habits as well as our good habits especially probably true of our good habits, right? It's something that we should, you know, understand that we're very, that we have become very naturally inclined towards. And the reason that we should understand that about ourselves is because we should have this readiness to do these virtuous things, right? We should always kind of begin every day and go out into our days with this attitude of readiness, to do what is good. And I got to admit a lot of why I'm thinking this this time of year and just why I've settled on this as a topic for this round of Bite Size Virtue is because I had a lot of these conversations with my Cub Scouts and my Scouts and my Beaver Scouts um, just like even last month because a big part of the promise that we ask the Scouts to make 
when we invest them into the scouting movement has to do with this idea of doing a good turn, doing a good turn for somebody every day to help other people at all times. Those are, you know, verbatim phrases that I ask my Cub Scouts and my Scouts to promise that, you know, they will do. And you can't, you know, ultimately what I'm hoping to inculcate in them is virtue, right? To have that virtue in them that, you know, sort of motivates them to be consistently helpful to people. But of course, in scouting, we also urge an attitude of preparation and really to be your most helpful to people. You need to go out into the world with an attitude of preparedness that you can actually help people, that you're expecting in some way to encounter a situation where you might have to offer assistance to another person and to plan for that as best you can. And my contention is that it's much the same with virtues, you know, any of the virtues that we espouse, any of the virtues that we seek to have, or that we do have those habitual good behaviors that we're naturally inclined to, it's good to be aware of those things, because then we can better prepare to be ready to act upon those things when other people have a need of them, when we encounter a situation where we'll feel called to act on them in that way. So that is what I want to explore, hopefully, over the next few episodes of Bite-Sized Virtue for the end of 2020 and the beginning of 2021. And I hope you'll join me in hoping and praying that 2021 will indeed be a better year than this complete dumpster fire that has been the start of the current decade. And that's all I have for you this week. That's where I'm going to close for now. So thank you for listening. And until next time, be virtuous. If you want to join the Ultimate Dragons, you can do so at udic.org, where you can choose your very own dragon name. You can also find the Ultimate Dragons on Facebook. We have a Facebook group there. And you can follow at Ultimate Dragons on Twitter or join them on Discord. And if you're feeling really old school, you can even fire up a Telnet client and check out the Wearmount. Hit up the show notes for links to all of these. If you want to participate more directly in the podcast, you can send us an email. Or if you're feeling a little bit braver, leave us a voice message in one of three places, the podcast website, our Facebook page, or on anchor.fm. And you're also welcome to join us on our Discord server to chat with us, to lurk, or even contribute to podcast recordings when they happen. And again, links in the show notes. If you'd like to support Spam 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 Humbug, you can do so at patreon.com slash ultimacodex, where for as little as a dollar a month, you can get access to episodes the day before they go live to the general public. You'll also get access to behind-the-scenes audio when we have some to share, and possibly other interesting content. But we also welcome your moral support. You can like the Ultima series on Facebook, follow at Ultima Codex on Twitter, or leave the podcast a review on iTunes. And you're also welcome to share our episodes with your friends and social media circles. Spam, Spam, Spam Humbug is a production of the Ultima Codex. You can find show notes online at spam, 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 humbug.com. Thank you for listening. And until next time, be virtuous.